All right, 49ers game day is live again. We are alive. It We're is back. live. Well, actually, we are alive after a few weeks of being essentially dead. Essentially dead. Uh, I don't care to tell you why. Uh, we got shit going on. And we got some shit going on with the 49ers in that I never want to see Jimmy Garoppolo throw another pass for San Francisco again after what I saw on Sunday. And it has nothing to do with Trey Lance looking good. Trey Lance, I believe the clinical term was poopy in his I don't know, about, I don't know about that. but Okay, well, uh, uh, you, well, you broke it down. I want to hear about that later. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, after a well-scripted, uh, fascinating in terms of defensive play first series where he goes i believe eight of eight six of six of six for 70 well, he, yards i i just hits, hits ross yeah. dwelly for a touchdown which uh, yeah dwelly I, had to do a lot of work to fucking catch that ball but whatever <laughs> well you know dennis robin box out but yeah uh you know anytime you can funnel things inside when you're playing the 49ers that's really what you want to be doing as a as a cornerback but after that, he was egregiously, like, laughably bad to the point where I was lucky I wasn't watching it live. I was at Giants yesterday. So I'm watching, you know, the NFL cut up, right, where you don't have to do the commercials and shit. Right. And I had to watch it three or four times just to justify in my own mind the viscerally negative reaction that I was feeling watching <laughs> somebody fail to throw the ball seven yards in the air so many times jake i don't think we've highlighted i mean certainly we haven't we haven't fucking talked on this podcast in a while but i don't think that the 49ers fan base the media anybody is really taking into full account how bad jimmy garoppolo's interception in that game was he could not complete a pass seven yards directly in front of him where a safety was clearly breaking on the ball to intercept it like it just happened and we everyone's just like oh that's jimmy and it's like this is no longer a sitcom where he's just like the plucky child character. Like that is, if it's 14, 15 yards down the field, we've seen it. Seven yards, clear safety right there, clean pocket, clear window, interception. And that's when right. I just said, I'm fucking done. I'm just right. fucking done. And let's, just, I don't know, let's talk about the calf thing for a second. He said it happened on the first series. Like yeah, there's that's no. Convenient. I don't know about that. Uh, if he's on the Kyle, field, he has Kyle to be Kyle said he, he got perform. stepped on. Jimmy was like, yeah, I, 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 maybe. Jimmy was like, "Yeah, maybe." It, what it, what exactly did Kyle say? Yeah, literally, yes, that, that exactly happened. Yeah, Jimmy was like, uh, "Yeah, I think I got stepped on." Uh, what did Kyle say? Can I see a transcript uh, here sure. real fast? I'm literally, yeah, I'm it. literally pulling up his transcript. Yeah. Um, you printed out the transcript. Well, they gave him to me. Whoa, what uh, a time! They don't, they they stopped. Giving yeah, he said, transcript. "Okay." So I asked about it. He's like, "Uh." I'm not, it felt like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that actually happened or not, but yeah, just felt something go on the calf. So he doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, and then wasn't really like limping, but looked like shit. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that he wasn't hurt, but it is right. like a little like out of nowhere, just, you know, Ugh. wasn't like limping and just, that would that would be so much more frustrating if Kyle's like say you have a calf injury so that I can lift. It's like why are you doing this guy favors? Like what is w w what dignity are you trying to protect? Like what does Jimmy Garoppolo have on Kyle right. Shanahan? Well, maybe Ky I think you know maybe Kyle watched the tape at the end of the first half and he's like you're, you're fucking done. 
Um, I don't know how you would need to see the tape on it. I mean, it was evident to everybody. It's not like you need the all 22. He's not pushing it downfield. Right, right. But when you see the all 22, it's got to be a hell of a lot more maddening um, than, you know, just watching the shorter angle. Well, the, uh, the all the all 22. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is great for this purpose. Like at Fox at NBC, CBS, they can just remain zoomed in at all times. Everything's going to happen right in that 16 by nine frame. Uh, what you're freaking out? Someone just uh posted some stuff about Facebook that it's like just dead. Anyway, sorry. I got thanks, distracted. thanks, Jake. So glad that we're doing video on this. Apologies, uh, apologies. <laughs> good for them. Uh, we're all a little bit better as we. Fine. <laughs> By the way, let's talk about our sponsor today, Facebook. Um... <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. I own it now. Um... <laughs> also whatsapp and instagram uh much like jimmy garoppolo's career they are all dead right now and mm. it, listen the cat the calf thing there have been a lot of the olds in my email uh in the time since i've written my i'm fucking done column where they're like what about the calf injury i love if that the, you get emails man i'm jealous yeah you don't want it uh i get a lot of emails and that's not a brag at all it is a burden uh, because none of them are spaced correctly. Uh, the tab, <laughs> the tabs. I didn't know that you could like be so funky with tabbing on an email. I didn't really know that tabs yeah. were still a thing um, just in general. Like that button I thought was to bring you a diet pop, but instead it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, instead it's just like, wow, you know, 1994 formatting still coming through in 2021. Nevertheless, um, a lot of people are like, well, he was injured. If he's injured, get off the fucking field. And if you are on the field, I'm going to judge you by every I'm just over the goddamn excuses for this guy. Like, why? Why are you coddling a 30 year old man with extensive NFL experience? Oh, he doesn't have any experience. He does compared to Tua, who we've all agreed sucks. He does compared to Dwayne Haskins, who got the first round pick, second round pick, just got straight up bounced by Washington. Didn't even get a second chance after he messed up like Sam Darnold's playing for the Panthers right now. He was what the number okay. three over yeah. number two three overall pick three years ago uh doesn't yeah. matter early early i should like, know as a jets fan <laughs> he's uh, not your problem anymore and i think he's pretty good but uh yeah but like it, it we make these decisions now jimmy garoppolo is just going to get years years to figure it out years of coddling years well, of excuse is, making yeah. come on i mean this is it uh this is it. Is it? Because Kyle seems to be doing this Matt Nagy mm. thing where he's like, as soon as, as soon as Andy Dalton's back, he's my starter. I guess they've got the bye week uh, where, yeah, he can force him back. But if Jimmy if Jimmy Garoppolo starts another game for the San Francisco 49ers, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with Grant Cohn. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say that they need to they need to pick Garoppolo or Shanahan right now. I just I, I which is so, an easy choice. Yeah, it's like just watching that game, it's like so Lance comes in, uh sort of out of the blue, pretty shitty situation, and then looks like jittery and like kind of makes some mistakes. Uh, you know, some people What's, are trying to claim that like there wasn't it's like, yeah, he looked kind of shitty as a passer. But here's yeah. the thing. He's got insane upside as a runner and just avoided mm-hmm. a couple of like really shitty situations. Uh, sometimes he waited Offensive too long line in the fell pocket apart. Uh, and just didn't really take any checkdowns. Yeah, uh, you know, 
So he wasn't, there's he wasn't good. Like he really like wasn't good, but the natural skill set was such that he gave the Niners a better chance to win than Jimmy Garoppolo. Like there's no right. questioning that. And he, it, yeah, it's like, I, I like he didn't know what he was doing, and he gave the team a better chance to win. Jake, right? That's that's kind of what it what it comes down to. Is it's like this is something we've been talking about for so long, and kind of why it was like just rip the band aid off, totally let the kid play from the start. Uh, you you saw it with all the other rookie quarterbacks. They had the, every every rookie QB had their best week so far this year. Yeah, uh, and it's like it takes a little bit of time. And Kalsh said it takes a little bit of time. So Kyle, maybe you know, let the kid actually get out there and you know fail a little bit. Like the, I don't know. I think they still probably beat the Eagles. They beat the Lions with Lance. It doesn't matter. I mean, I they're mean, in last place in the NFC West right now. They're two and two because their quarterback has sucked this year. And Kyle Shanahan has been really predictable in his play calling and he's holding on to this archaic notion that he needs to set up like everything is just an elaborate ruse like it's all layers right rube goldberg machine that, that's the most concerning thing to me right now uh totally. like it feels like the ability to adapt uh is not totally there like he had a few packages with lance but it's like it's still running the same offense it's like mm-hmm. you couldn't have just it looked you like know, Lance like, was running the Jimmy offense, which is right. a terrible indictment of, of Kyle Shanahan, not having enough of a quote-unquote Lance package to where you can sort of, you know, pretend, stretch it out into two full quarters of football. Like, what did he have, four or five drives? You're telling me you can't get yeah, four so, or five so drives, with one is, of them being a 75-yard touchdown. So barely Right, any so points. what happens is he comes in, and that's another thing. He comes in, three running plays, punt. Then what happens yeah. is Cannon fumbles, then there's yeah. that weird ref delay on the punt, uh, punt which thing. Which I didn't have to experience. Uh, which took about five minutes. So he went from the moment he came in from when he actually threw a pass was fourteen more than 14 full minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be kind of jittery. Like, that's a shitty situation. He, you know, and yeah, it's a dump pass. He has to complete that. Uh, but it's yeah, like, my, it my point pass. is like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of mistakes from him. Like, you should expect that. But I don't know if it actually changes how competitive they are. Uh, given the running upside and what else he can do in extending plays. Jake. I just think what they need to do is practice with the offensive line and the receivers to yeah. work on some scramble drill stuff because clearly they were not yeah. accustomed to that either. Let's take it one step further than that. Okay, you're saying, and this isn't entirely fair, the first pass that Lance has in that game, his first pass, really bad. Like, not even remotely close to accurate. Yeah. And there were a couple that were like, wow, really bad. Jimmy Somewhere, Garoppolo was yeah. doing the same thing. The week same two, thing. Week two, Philly. A little throwback behind Kyle Yuschuk. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, a little dump screen. Fucking Jimmy missed that too. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy can't run. I, I've said this a million times now, but I'm going to repeat myself one more time because this should be the last time I ever have to say it. Jimmy was all risk, no reward. He was the highest PFF does something called turnover worthy plays. He had the highest turnover worthy play percentage in the NFL. That wasn't a rookie quarterback. And he had the third lowest a dot. <laughs> like, right. And, and they measure big time throws too, which they, they said he had zero. I, I would say the one to Debo counts, but whatever. Maybe that doesn't matter. What, uh, what, the yeah. one to Debo, he completed a slant that qualifies as a big time throw for Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I guess it's he a had big a time throw because it. it could have been intercepted. <laughs> Correct. It looked cooler than it was. I mean, it was, yeah. Oh, big time throw, really threading the needle. I mean, you want to see big time throws? This is the other part. You're going to get to watch Kyler Murray this weekend, and you want to talk about a dude who just like 
bombs it. And that's the frustration. You, you mentioned this earlier, like the lack of Kyle to adapt. Every single one of his disciples has figured out that the game has changed and that the Kubiak offense, while wildly effective and can work with the run game, it, it, it can't be the basis. It is merely a setup for RPOs, for deep passes. Like it, it, they have up their game. I mean, what, what does Sean McVay do this? All right, 49ers game day is live again. We are alive. It We're is back. live. Well, actually, we are alive after a few weeks of being essentially dead. Essentially dead. Uh, I don't care to tell you why. Uh, we got shit going on. And we got some shit going on with the 49ers in that I never want to see Jimmy Garoppolo throw another pass for San Francisco again after what I saw on Sunday. And it has nothing to do with Trey Lance looking good. Trey Lance, I believe the clinical term was poopy in his I don't know, about, I don't know about that. but Okay, well, uh, you, well, you broke it down. I want to hear about that later. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, after a well-scripted, uh, fascinating in terms of defensive play first series where he goes, I believe, eight of eight. Six of six, of six for well, 70 he, yards. I, I just, hits, hits Ross yeah. Dwelly for a touchdown. Which, uh, yeah, Dwelly I, had to do a lot of work to fucking catch that ball, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know, Dennis Rodman box out. But, yeah. uh, you know, anytime you can funnel things inside when you're playing the 49ers, that's really what you want to be doing as a, as a cornerback. But after that, he was egregiously, like, laughably bad to the point where I was lucky I wasn't watching it live. I was at Giants yesterday. So I'm watching, you know, the NFL cut up right where you don't have to do the commercials and shit. Right. And I had to watch it three or four times just to justify in my own mind, the viscerally negative reaction that I was feeling watching <laughs> somebody fail to throw the ball seven yards in the air. So many times, Jake, I don't think we've highlighted. I mean, certainly we haven't, we haven't fucking talked on this podcast in a while, but I don't think that the 49ers fan base, the media, anybody is really taking into full account how bad Jimmy Garoppolo's interception in that game was. He could not complete a pass seven yards directly in front of him where a safety was clearly breaking on the ball to intercept it. Like, it just happened. And we everyone's just like, oh, that's Jimmy. And it's like, this is no longer a sitcom where he's just like the plucky child character. Like, that is, if it's 14, 15 yards down the field, we've seen it. Seven yards, clear safety right there, clean pocket, clear window, interception and that's when right. i just said i'm fucking done i'm just right fucking done and let's just, i don't know let's talk about the calf thing for a second he said it happened on the first series like yeah, there's that's no convenient i don't know about that uh if he's on the kyle, field he has kyle to be, said he, he got stepped on jimmy was like yeah i, I, I maybe <laughs> jimmy was like yeah maybe it, what it, what exactly did kyle say <laughs> yeah literally yes, that, that exactly happened yeah, Jimmy was like, uh, yeah, I think I got stepped on. Uh, what did Kyle say? Can I see a transcript uh, sure. here real fast? I'm literally, yeah, I'm literally pulling up his transcript. Yeah. Um, you printed out the transcript? Well, they gave him to me. Whoa, what uh, a time. They, don't, they, they stopped giving Yeah, he said, transcript. okay, so I asked about it. He's like, uh, I'm not, it felt like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that actually happened or not, but yeah, just felt something go on the calf. So... He doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, and then wasn't really like limping, but looked like shit. So yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that he wasn't hurt, but it is right. like a little like out of nowhere, just 
you know, it wasn't like limping and just. That would that would be so much more frustrating if Kyle's like, say, you have a calf injury so that I can lift. It's like, why are you doing this guy favors? Like, what is what dignity are you trying to protect? Like, what does Jimmy Garoppolo have on Kyle Shanahan? Well, maybe I think, you know, maybe Kyle watched the tape at the end of the first half and he's like, you're you're fucking done. Um, I don't know how you would need to see the tape on it. I mean, it was evident to everybody. It's not like you need the all 22. He's not pushing it downfield. Right. Right. But when you see the all 22, it's got to be a hell of a lot more maddening um, than, you know, just watching the shorter angle. Well, the, the all the all 22. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is great for this purpose. Like at Fox at NBC, CBS, they can just remain zoomed in at all times. Everything's going to happen right in that 16 by nine frame. Uh, what you're freaking out? Someone just uh posted some stuff about Facebook that it's like just dead. Anyway, sorry. I got thanks, distracted. thanks, Jake. So glad that we're doing video on this. Apologies, uh, apologies. <laughs> good for them. Uh, we're all a little bit better as we. Fine. <laughs> By the way, let's talk about our sponsor today, Facebook. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. I own it now. Um... <laughs> also whatsapp and instagram uh much like jimmy garoppolo's career they are all dead right now and Mm. listen the cat the calf thing there have been a lot of the olds in my email uh in the time since i've written my i'm fucking done column where they're like what about the calf injury i love that you get emails man i'm jealous yeah you don't want it uh i get a lot of emails and that's not a brag at all it is a burden uh, because none of them are spaced correctly. Uh, the tab, the tabs. I didn't know that you could like be so funky with tabbing on an email. I didn't really know that tabs yeah. were still a thing. Um, just in general, like that button, I thought was to bring you a diet pop, but instead, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, instead it's just like wow, you know, 1994 formatting still coming through in 2021. Nevertheless, um, a lot of people are like, well, he was injured. If he's injured, get off the fucking field. And if you are on the field, I'm going to judge you back every I'm just over the goddamn excuses for this guy. Like, why? Why are you coddling a 30 year old man with extensive NFL experience? Oh, he doesn't have any experience. He does compared to Tua, who we've all agreed sucks. He does compared to Dwayne Haskins, who got the first round pick, second round pick, just got straight up bounced by Washington. Didn't even get a second chance after he messed up like Sam Darnold's playing for the Panthers right now. He was what the Looking number three okay. over yeah. number two three overall pick three years ago uh doesn't yeah. matter early early i should like, know as a jets fan <laughs> he's not your problem anymore and i think he's pretty good but uh yeah but like it, it we make these decisions now jimmy garoppolo is just going to get years years to figure it out years of coddling years well, of excuse is, making yeah. come on i mean this is it uh this is it. Is it? Because Kyle seems to be doing this Matt mm. Nagy thing where he's like, as soon as, as soon as Andy Dalton's back, he's my starter. I guess they've got the bye week uh, where, yeah, he can force him back. But if Jimmy if Jimmy Garoppolo starts another game for the San Francisco 49ers, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with Grant Cohn. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say that they need to they need to pick Garoppolo or Shanahan right now. I just I, I which is so, an easy choice. Yeah, it's like just watching that game, it's like so Lance comes in uh sort of out of the blue pretty shitty situation and then looks like jittery and like kind of makes Stunning. some mistakes. Uh 
you know, some people What's, are trying to claim that like there wasn't. It's like, yeah, he looked kind of shitty as a passer. But here's yeah. the thing. He's got insane upside as a runner and just avoided mm -hmm. a couple of like really shitty situations. Uh, sometimes he waited Offensive too long in the pocket uh, and just didn't really take any checkdowns. Yeah, uh, you know, so he wasn't, he wasn't good. Like he really like wasn't good, but the natural skill set was such that he gave the Niners a better chance to win than Jimmy Garoppolo. Like there's no right. questioning that. And he, it, yeah, it's like, I, I like he didn't know what he was doing, and he gave the team a better chance to win, Jake. <laughs> right. That's that's kind of what it what it comes down to is it's like this is something we've been talking about for so long and kind of why it was like just rip the bandaid off. Totally. Let the kid play from the start. Uh, you, you saw it with all the other rookie quarterbacks. They had every every rookie QB had their best week so far this year. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it takes a little bit of time. And Kyle said it takes a little bit of time. So, Kyle, maybe, you know, let the kid actually get out there and, you know, fail a little bit like the. I don't know. I think they still probably beat the Eagles. They beat the Lions with Lance. It doesn't matter. I mean, I they're mean, in last place in the NFC West right now. They're two and two because their quarterback has sucked this year. And Kyle Shanahan has been really predictable in his play calling. And he's holding on to this archaic notion that he needs to set up like everything is just an elaborate ruse. Like it's all layers. Right. Rube Goldberg machine. That, that's the most concerning thing to me right now. Uh, totally. Like it feels like the ability to adapt uh, is not totally there. Like you had a few packages with Lance, but it's like, it's still running the same offense. It's, it's like, mm -hmm. you couldn't have just, it looked like know, Lance like, was running the Jimmy offense, which is right. a terrible indictment of, of Kyle Shanahan, not having enough of a quote unquote Lance package to where you can sort of, you know, pretend stretch it out into two full quarters of football. Like what did he have four or five drives? You're telling me you can't get yeah, four so, or five so drives, with one is, of them being a 75-yard touchdown. So barely right, any so plays. what happens is he comes in, and that's another thing. He comes in, three running plays, punt. Then what happens yeah. is Cannon fumbles. Then there's yeah. that weird ref delay on the punt, uh, punt which thing. Which I didn't have to experience. Uh, which took about five minutes. So he went from the moment he came in from when he actually threw a pass was fourteen more than 14 full minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be kind of jittery. Like, that's a shitty situation. He – you know, and yeah, it's a dump pass. He has to complete that. Uh, but it's yeah, like my, it's my point pass. is like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of mistakes from him. Like you should expect that. But I don't know if it actually changes how competitive they are, uh, given the running upside and what else he can do in extending plays. Jeez. I just think what they need to do is practice with the offensive line and the receivers to yeah. work on some scramble drill stuff, because clearly they were not yeah. accustomed to that either. Let's take it one step further than that. OK, you're saying and this isn't entirely fair. The first pass that Lance has in that game, his first pass, really bad. Like, not even remotely close to accurate. Yeah. And there were a couple that were like, wow, really bad. Jimmy Some Garoppolo was yeah. doing the same thing. The week same two, thing. Week two, Philly. A little throwback behind Kyle Yuschuk. Remember that? A yeah. uh, little dump screen. Fucking Jimmy missed that, too. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy can't run. I've said this a million times now, but I'm going to repeat myself one more time because this should be the last time I ever have to say it. Jimmy was all risk, no reward. He was the highest. PFF does something called turnover-worthy plays. He had the highest turnover-worthy play percentage in the NFL that wasn't a rookie quarterback. And he had the third lowest A dot. <laughs> like, right, and and they measure big time throws too, which they they said he had zero. I, I would say the one to Debo counts, but whatever. Maybe that doesn't matter. What, uh, what the yeah. one to Debo? He completed a slant that qualifies as a big time throw for 
Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I guess it's he a had a little throw because it. it could have been intercepted. <laughs> Correct. It looked cooler than it was. I mean, it was, yeah. Oh, big time throw, really threading the needle. I mean, you want to see big time throws? This is the other part. You're going to get to watch Kyler Murray this weekend, and you want to talk about a dude who just like bombs it. And that's the frustration. You, you mentioned this earlier, like the lack of Kyle to adapt. Every single one of his disciples has figured out that the game has changed. And that the Kubiak offense, while wildly effective and can work with the run game, it, it it can't be the basis. It is merely a setup for RPOs, for deep passes. Like it, it, they have up their game. I mean, what what did Sean McVay do this offseason? He took Jared Goff and sent him to Siberia <laughs> so that he could get Matt Stafford, who does no look throws right. and pushes it. And listen, isn't always great because he does stuff like that but maximizes their ability to get easy points. I mean, what are they doing? Baker Mayfield isn't very good. They have crazy weapons you, around him. Did you see him high-stepping, though? Yeah, I mean, he he is swaggy, and he's great in commercials. I'll give him that. But, like, Baker Mayfield isn't very good, but they still allow him to push it. Now, when push comes to shove, the Cleveland Browns are going to run into the same situation that the 49ers have run into, that the Rams ran into that you know the Minnesota Vikings run into before anything really matters, which is this is a head coach and quarterback league, and it's a mostly quarterback league. And Baker Mayfield's not going to get it done. And you know who's going to end up lifting the Super Bowl trophy? A Lamar Jackson, a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen. Somebody who's going to – Lamar Lamar has a great deep ball, but like Lamar being sort of the exception to the rule – even right. though he is the exception to all rules, it seems. Everybody else, including old man Tom Brady, pushing the ball down the field, bombing right. it. It's a passing league. We're in the Big 12. Kyle Shanahan wants to have Neil O'Donnell at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, here's here's the thing is it's like Lance is going to like fuck up plenty of times, but it's also totally. like there's no tape on him. There's no tape on him. What are you going to watch? You're gonna watch a few preseason games and stuff like there. There's no, you could do anything, right? And and so, if t- teams are gonna have a really hard time preparing for Lance, and I I really think that it should be an is, advantage, right? Uh, and you can target parts of the field you haven't been able to target because I think yeah. he's actually more comfortable throwing the ball to the boundary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say over the middle of the field, but no, like, no, no. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like he likes the sideline because if he misses, he has an right. area where he can miss appropriately. Right. It's it's like almost like Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts likes yeah. hitting the, hitting the boundary uh, yeah. and doesn't really love those uh, middle of the field touch chaos, passes. Chaos happens over the middle, as again watching Jimmy Garoppolo would tell you. Now Jimmy can't push it to the outside. Jimmy doesn't know what to do once it's 10 yards down the field and outside of the numbers. He didn't have a single pass outside the numbers in that entire game. And by the way, there were some plays that Kyle schemed up wonderfully. Right. It, it, he, it, he either completely didn't execute them or he couldn't see them or he just doesn't dare to do it. And it's just, I'm just, right. oh, but his calf. What happens when his calf is better? <laughs> yeah, but that took, away, that took away his zip. Yeah, yeah, the lack you know, of that, zip. That famous zip. Um, the weirdest part about it all, sorry to interrupt that. Like the weirdest part about it all is that like deep down Kyle knows the answer. He drafted Trey Lance. And if Kyle at four weeks in is like, oh no, Trey Lance sucks and is trash and I can't do anything with this. Then that's another reason he's got to go. Like, again, I'm not calling for Kyle Shanahan's head. What I'm saying is that Kyle Shanahan needs to realize that Trey Lance is going to outlast him in San Francisco. 
And that doesn't mean that Trey Lance is going to necessarily be a good quarterback in San Francisco. If Trey Lance doesn't work, Kyle Shanahan is done. Yeah. Full stop. Yep. yep. So he better figure out a way to make him QB1 instead of, well, that's why he's my number two quarterback. Yeah. That was bad. That was really bad. I don't know why Kyle does stuff like that. Uh, because he's a, he's stubborn and he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. And he gets snippy when he loses because it's everybody else's fault but his. But right. that's just a theory. Right. My my kind of take on this is uh, obviously like long-term development, this is the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think short-term uh, this season, they should still compete for the playoffs. Agreed. Like very, very much so. Uh-huh. Um, and it's on Kyle to make sure that until Lance is like more comfortable in some of like, you know, the staples of the offense, like, you know, just running the Yankee concept, yeah. uh, basic crosser and, you know, a deep route mm-hmm. for those who don't know it, like mm-hmm. running just basic stuff where it's, it's not even that hard of a read, uh, but just hitting those throws in rhythm and timing, that's something that's going to take time, just the timing of it all. Of course. But Use stuff that is more comfortable with Lance. Um, run option stuff with him and Sermon. Sermon, I think you saw, like looks a lot more comfortable. I, I think with running Lance, a, yes. yeah, that's what I mean. Running a, a zone read offense because he did. Yeah. It's like all he did in college. <laughs> uh, and fucking do do uh, some some uh, McVeigh golf stuff with the bootleg just to get him in yeah. space because he's more comfortable. Clearly running the boot. Uh, at least early in games and, and get him warmed up, get him comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kyle probably does know this and should know this, um, but he really can't, I think, try and force him to run whatever offense they have been running. And also, I don't actually think that's the offense Kyle wants to run. I think it's something that he's become more conservative because he's been beaten down by Jimmy and doesn't trust Jimmy. And so he I mean... went with this, you know, shitty offense again, you know, Kyle will probably prove me wrong by running, you know, some more conservative stuff. But I, I don't uh, mind conservatism yeah. for the sake of conservatism because it's a young guy and you want to bring him along gently. Like you can make that argument. Running conservative stuff because your one-time highest-paid player in the NFL can't do things is unacceptable, and right. it was allowed to go on for far too long. And luckily, they they saw the air in their ways and brought themselves a hedge, but they clearly didn't maximize that opportunity, this training camp. And maybe I don't think the finger injury, the microchip is enough. It took him out enough to radically no. change how they were going to do it. It seems to me now looking at this with the, the benefit of hindsight that Kyle Shanahan never intended to play Trey Lance this season, that it was going to be a special package player. Mm. And that unless Jimmy went down, Trey Lance was going to go full Mahomes and sit out the full year because he, he they didn't have they didn't have the contingency plan ready. They didn't have that's one. fair. That's fair. And okay, you can say it's week it's week four. That's that's fair too, right? It is week four. It's early. It is but, it is bizarre that they were not they were like oh shit <laughs> like oh no like what are we going to do with this quarterback that we traded the future for. I right. guess we should make a plan during the game. Well, I mean, you would think that when you're running an offense so goddamn basic that they allow Jimmy Garoppolo to actually run it, you would have more time on your hands to come up with the cool and interesting things for Trey Lance. Like, you would think that that would be the case. And 
They're lacking I, I, some some creativity for sure. And uh and, and by creativity, I don't mean throwing a backwards pass so Jacques Patrick that was fucking horrendous too. By the way, terrible idea for Jimmy to throw it. It was not a it was not a good throw by Jacques Patrick. Right. Not that anyone expected Jacques Patrick to have a good fucking throw yeah. there. Tough nice catch field by backwards. Jimmy. Yeah. Nice catch um, by Jimmy. Maybe maybe that's a way he can make himself useful. Right. It's for like, team. hey Jimmy, just launch like a 50-yard pass, you know, like he might as well have yelled out 500 when he threw that ball up because it was – I mean, he's lucky that Jamal Adams sucks because well, any yeah. decent cornerback or defensive back would pick that off. Well, and even Jimmy, like George Kittle looked back at, at Adams and it's like, dude, that was underthrown wait, by 30 yards. Wait, that's another thing. Why, Why did he they, throw it? Wait, no, no. Why did they run that play where Jimmy has to throw the longest ball of the game, yes. use all of – if he's hurt, like at all? Correct. You know, Jimmy didn't ex- express that a little bit. Uh, like, or just you know, like, well, because his hurt and his healthy is totally indiscernible. <laughs> I guess he probably just didn't express it at that point. Like, Kyle, uh, I, you know, Kyle just didn't know until maybe I that just, was a straw, you know, I, ca- I, call, I just, ca- I, I don't call bullshit on the fact that he's injured. Like I don't. Right. Uh, because clearly this is a bad byproduct of everybody getting their their dicks all hard over yep. like the grit that he showed against the Eagles. And he's like, well, I'm not really good at anything else. So I might as well be gritty. And I just, I, again, he was, he was gritty in that game and credit to him um, because he didn't have anything else. I would like to firmly establish that if he's on the field, he gets judged accordingly. And Jimmy Garoppolo long ago lost his opportunity to be graded on the curb. I think I'm thinking back to the day in Kansas city when he tore his ACL a lot lately they sucked that year. They were losing that game. They lost to the Lions at home in that season. Oh, yeah. um, they, th- there was no, <laughs> it feels like just such a strange thing. And obviously it's revisionist history, but it's like, had he played out that season, I don't think that we're in the situation you're in now. I think that. Oh, yeah. Here's my take. The yeah. soup going to the Super Bowl was the worst thing that could have ever happened for this team. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, I have to agree with you. Just like on the basis of if you, they you got high on your own supply, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, if they like flame out in the playoffs, Jimmy plays like shit. They yeah. sign Tom Brady. Yes, though, does Tom Brady want to go there? I mean, yeah, that, that's another. No, 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 he, but I mean, you know, if they were, if they were, they're like available a, quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, and they're fighting. They're going tooth and nail trying to get one. Uh, whether it's via draft, whether it's via you know Tom Brady, whether it's you know trading for Kirk Cousins, who has been okay, but will eventually yeah. collapse this year because it's Kirk fucking Cousins. Like there is, and, and the weirdest part about all of that, you're 100 percent right. The weirdest part about that is Jimmy was terrible. <laughs> I mean, the entire playoffs were defined by taking the ball out of Jimmy's hands, and then in the Super Bowl. Basically, Kansas City and Steve Spagnuolo saying he's going to have to win you the game. Right. And Jimmy pissing and shitting his pants at the same quarter. time. Yep. Thank God they weren't wearing white. Yeah, man. He was, he was the MVP for three quarters, but it turns out the fourth quarter is uh, Nick pretty was the MVP. That's bullshit. You know no, it. Kyle Juszczyk was the MVP. Oh, okay. That's, that, <laughs> that's a new was, layer. That's a new I layer. I love it. So upset when he didn't score that second touchdown because I wanted him to win MVP so damn bad. Fullback MVP. No, I'm not saying he was the MVP. I'm saying he was going to win it if they won. Yeah. Because, you know. I just, I, I, you're right, though, in that 
it gave them a false sense of security and somehow dissuaded them from something that Kyle Shanahan knew deep down in his gut and went to in the biggest games of the year that weren't the Super Bowl. Like they just he just said, like, no, I was wrong. I should have let Jimmy throw it against the Vikings and the Packers. And he, you know what? Like it just I was wrong too about not going out and getting Brady. I thought old man Brady was washed. So was I. I mean, uh, to be fair. Belichick aside, Brady looked like shit in that last New England season. He did. I mean, how did how did his tenure in New England end? Like a terrible pick six to the Titans, who had a terrible defense. You like, have to wonder if he just tanked it at that point. <laughs> well, they didn't have any weapons. Their offensive line was garbage. And he sucks in cold weather, I think, as evidenced by last night. Like, he needed to go, and I was talking in the Giants press box about this because it was nice and warm all weekend here in San Francisco. Oh yeah, um, I was just like, I'm a I'm a big boy in a lot of different ways. I was just when I lived down in Miami with that humidity, I was I was a loose I was a loose man. Everything was working, you know. <laughs> I had lubrication in the joints. Dude, that, maybe that's my problem. I need to move somewhere really warm. You got well, really warm will do it, but the humidity does it too. It's good for the joint. Mm. Some people are built for dry, some people are built for humidity. I love the humidity. That's just me personally. Yep. So Tom Brady's down there in Tampa, where basically they're living in a bog that's above above water. I mean, it's just 102% humidity every day and hundred degrees. And Tom Brady, 44 years old, has got to be the loosest goose in, in all the land. He's all about pliability and his joints have got to be working well. But you put that dude out in the cold, I don't know. I don't know. Luckily, the Super Bowls are always in uh, climate-controlled places or warm-weather climates. But I mean, he gets—he's in the South. He gets to play in Carolina. I mean, well, well, well yeah, Carolina, uh, Atlanta indoors, New Orleans indoors. I mean, he gets to play those games every right. year. But you put him up in Green Bay in December. I mean, he didn't look good in the NFC Championship game. He was stiff. He was a stiff. He got away with it. He threw three interceptions. There's something I'm to this. You. There's something to um, this. By the way, Kyler Murray's fucking awesome, and he's going to win MVP. And yes. if you needed any evidence that the game of football has changed, a little five foot eight sprightly man is about to win MVP of the NFL, and he plays quarterback. Good luck with your Jimmy Garoppolo, though. Yeah. Uh, how many wins do you think this team ends up with if Lance plays every single game? Eight. I listen. I legitimately think if Kyle can get out of his own way, this team could move the ball extremely well in in due time and i think the bye week would come at the absolute right time if they go two and three and i don't think that there's a, i i would put money on the niners to cover this week i don't know when but cover uh because i think that while i was a big supporter of the cardinals going into this season everybody is just getting a little bit too far ahead of themselves um very nice win though love me some kyler murray love them that offense defense came on strong last year at yep. the end I still need to see it. Just need to see. Uh, yeah. It's I think fine. the 49ers win next week. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, the line is now. I'd imagine that it's Cardinals six, six and a half. Yeah. That sounds about right. That would, that would be my guess. I haven't looked, but let's just say they start two and three by week. Depends not... on Gould too. Depends on Gould. Actually. Oh, you know what? I'm Forgot glad you that. mentioned it. Let me get through this. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave the floor to you on Robbie Gould because I'm just going to seethe as you talk. Um, I mean, it, they get a bye week. They get the god-awful Colts. Boy, do they suck. Uh, the Bears and Andy Dalton <laughs> on the road <laughs> on Halloween. Uh, I'll be there. 
week nine, and, and boy, am I happy you will be because that's going to be just a barn burner. Week nine is the Cardinals. Week 10 is the Rams. I mean, I think that if you were to set up the schedule, obviously you just play Jacksonville 18 times, but uh, this this works out okay for them. This gives them a little bit of leeway to ramp up. You get the Cardinals again. You get the Rams again. You then get to take your foot off the accelerator a little bit by going to Jacksonville. You get to loosen up a little bit down in that Jacksonville heat. Urban Meyer will be long gone back to Fox Sports by then. Um, you, know, uh, you get the Vikings, so that's kind of that's a familiarity thing. You get Seattle. You get at Seattle Week 13. Bengals at Bengals. Bengals are actually the, tricky. Bengals are actually a little team. tricky. I like them. I really like them. Now they they're going to run into problems come week 14, like yeah. I would not want to play the Bengals now because they push it. And Burrow is like really Burrow is the perfect amount of like everything. Like Dude, he's, he is like, he literally has just the greatest, like his swagger is incredible. Like he, he just knows it. He's just, he's just a dude. He's just right. the dude. And he's like good enough to run, but not good enough to like, have that as a crutch right he's he can throw it deep but he doesn't throw it so deep that he's just constantly waiting for the deep ball like he's uh he's like a modern tony romo man he's like uh he's like you know joe montana if joe montana didn't have a noodle arm like there's just something <laughs> wow there's just I, something I want somebody to, to clip that there's just something to like joe, Mon, joe montana had a fucking noodle arm and you know it like joe Mon, jimmy garoppolo made joe montana's arm look uh Dieter said bank- Joe Montana is the worst quarterback to ever play. I mean, fucking Tom Brady never pushed the ball more than four yards right. down the field until the last two years. But, like, the Bengals week 14, I think that the, the Niners have a better chance then on the basis of, like, 80-year-old Paul Brown is still the GM of the Bengals, <laughs> and they have two scouts. Like, I, I'm not going to feel too good about their depth. Right. So you're going to get into it. You get Atlanta. You get a god-awful Tennessee team. You get a god-awful – Texans team, you get the Rams again. I mean, if you just focus on your schedule, shit, man, they have an easy schedule. It's the beauty of a fourth place schedule. But if you just focus on your division games, you get some nice run ups, right? You get you get some get some nice run ups outside of that Vikings game, and uh, I think that they can be right there in the mix if Lance can continue to get the chunk yards with the feet and adds in a little bit of the passing game. But Kyle has to have a new offense for him, right? To pare down the passing game, they have to build up the running game. Yeah, my thing is like. And there's also going to be games where Lance just might lose them the game. Totally. Um, that's definitely in the cards, but it's also like he might win them the game a few times. Hundred uh, percent. He almost. I mean, he didn't almost because of the turnover. That wasn't right. again the offense's fault. But they had a better shot to score on every drive when he was in charge. And I would like to remind everybody, he had no idea what he was doing. He was just doing right. stuff. Right. That's the thing. They literally need to practice backyard football. So one thing. One thing that I actually saw is like I was watching the receivers downfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, yeah, they were they were covered a lot of the time. But Kyle, pretty much every play, he gave him Yuschuk and, and Kittle just sitting in, in as his checkdowns. Okay. Um, or, you know, Sermon would sit in the backfield and then leak out. Or Sermon doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing, uh, leaking out late, becoming a receiver. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the receivers don't know how to run like a scramble drill, like when the play right. breaks down. And, which come you back saw to it. perfectly with Seattle all game, right? Right, because... Their quarterback has been Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, <laughs> like Seattle and Arizona, one thing they do well is they have crazy quarterbacks who can run around like lunatics and yep. just buy time. Aaron Rodgers does it too. And eventually the receivers, when they see they're still being covered, like have a sense, turn around, 
go in another direction, find the space. Uh, Lance had a play where he was like looking for it, and the receivers were just standing there like 30 yards down the field. Yeah. And I'm not even ripping the receivers. What How I'm are saying they supposed to know. What I'm saying is they haven't had to do that. And so the 49ers literally have to practice stuff. Like I know it's like sounds insane to try and like practice like improvisation, but they have to practice if when plays else, break they have to down. be reminded, right? Just like, hey, right. keep running. Like come right. back to the ball. Like one time Lance was trying to escape the pocket and he ran into the offensive line because Mac and Brunskill were like, is this still going on? And they like turned around <laughs> and were like, what's happening? Because Jimmy Garoppolo gets the ball out in two and a half seconds, whether or not he should. Mm-hmm. It's just always coming out quick, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because there's no, I'm going to run around and make a play happen because that's not on the table. Uh, with Lance, that is. Sometimes you're going to have to like, there's going to be like six second plays that have not existed before. Right. Uh, so the 49ers have to like get used to that. And it's on Kyle one for not really getting Lance enough reps with the first team offense to try and practice that and get them a sense of, okay, well it's a rookie. So maybe my plan isn't going to go perfectly. Amen. They have to practice that. The bye mm-hmm. week is going to be huge for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I just think they have to practice like shit's going to go haywire. Uh, you're going to have to get used to it. And that's good. Like you can yeah. thrive in the chaos. You can make right. things happen in that environment. I think that they're in a position to where you're, you know, Kyle Shanahan is going to have to show what he's got and he has to show it this week. That's not to say if Lance sucks this upcoming week that it's some sort of, you know, terrible indictment. And it's all gone to hell, but I need to see Kyle Shanahan with appreciable development on his end in terms of handling the playbook going into this week. I need to see that the head coach has put his quarterback because he's the offensive coordinator right. too, has put this quarterback in the best position to make plays and the best way to, <laughs> to make plays for the offense, which is right. using those talents to their fullest abilities. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. So all right, I just had a mental image of, so I, we both described like Lance is a ball of clay. You can make him whatever yeah. you want. Uh-huh. And I'm just picturing Kyle like Jesus Christ. They're gonna have seven yard checkdowns all game. You no, know, just they? Kyle, just Kyle in his uh, in his office with a little ball of clay, like trying to make Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's not working. Why would Why would it work? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that, that's that's a cheap a shot, real... but I just got the mental image of it. <laughs> it's cracking. It's just really cracking me up. It's doing it a is, lot for me. It is a legitimately real problem, um, and we're just gonna find out. Again, there's something weird about the fact that he seems so re- you know, overtly reluctant to have the kid play that. And, and now he's in this situation and right. it's like you, you, you drafted him. You, you, right. He didn't just fall to you either. You went and got him. And if you wanted Mac Jones all along, first off, you'd be in the, uh, you know, I guess you wouldn't have to change your playbook, but like everyone's going to, you know, the right, people right now are like, Oh, Mac Jones is really good. Just wait. Um, like Mac Jones is just Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0, and it's all downhill from here. Uh, first five games are always the best. That that should be the opposite with Trey Lance, right? You know, these first right. five games should be a real feeling out period. Should figure out what it is they want right. to do with them. And that's yeah. Sorry, that's that's another thing. Is it's like he probably didn't start him because he wasn't making the right reads in practice the way Kyle wants. Totally. But also running the Jimmy offense. Like he's probably had, you know, like there are a lot of times in camp where we're like, why isn't Trey like running bootlegs? Mm -hmm. You know, why isn't he running the stuff where he looks comfortably, looks natural at it? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was like, and I think a lot of Trey, 
uh, and looking jittery and doing other stuff is like, one, he throws fucking fastballs, so those check down stuff are tough for him. It's, again, like, you know, going from shortstop to playing second base, just short arm stuff. Some people can't do it, and it's tough. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's that, like, Trey's like, okay, here's what Kyle wants me to do, and he's, like, consciously thinking about it mm-hmm. sometimes as he's playing, rather than just going out there and playing. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's like when you're thinking about your golf swing, like as you're swinging, it doesn't work, you know? So that's a good call. I think Kyle really has to have a come to Jesus moment with himself, look himself in the mirror, have a little angry talk with himself. uh, You know, be like, you're Kyle Shanahan. (laughs) You're a good coach. Uh, (laughs) Have one of those. God, I'm really, I'm just ripping Kyle by accident. Uh, I mean, he deserves it. This is a head coach in a quarterback league. And while Jimmy Garoppolo has been bad, so has Kyle Shanahan. He's been really bad. He's becoming, I I think I've said this already on the show, but like, I really want to hammer this point home. He's becoming wildly predictable in his play calling. And that's not genius level shit. That's, that's, I'm about to get fired nonsense. That's, you know, there, there've been a lot of guys who have come in and made, you know, been really interesting Oh man, this guy's going to change everything, and then the book gets out on him, and suddenly, right, they don't have a job anymore. Um, it, it, Kyle, Kyle's all in because he's the GM, right? He's the offensive play caller, and he's the guy who's got to get everybody organized and ready to play. Uh, he's the guy who hires the assistant coaches, uh, right? It's, it's, I don't know what Rick Andrello does, by the way. Just want to throw right. that out there. Every time I saw him I'm on the sideline, sure it's like you should probably be talking to the rookie well, he, quarterback. Well, he was. I was watching him talk to him, and then Kyle came over and was like, basically sat on Trey's lap and like budged Rich out of the way and be like, "So here's what we're doing." <laughs> um, talk about Robbie Gold. What the fuck happened yesterday? So what happened is, I guess he drained his groin or something. Uh, and he was trying to like stretch it out and Kyle, basically someone asked about it. Basically, it sounds like Kyle was like, can you kick from 35? Can you kick from 30? Can you kick from, we got Robbie. Can you kick an extra point for me, bud? Uh, and no. So. I loved how, I loved how he, I loved how he remained on the sidelines in uniform the whole game. Like you can't kick. Right, right, right. He was standing up the whole time. I always love when players get injured and then they stand on the sidelines the whole time. It's like, listen, in uniform. What what was he going to do? He's not allowed to do anything. Right. Oh, if you need a kicker, I'm ready to go in. Then go in. Right. It's like I get that. uh, You know. You know, maybe it doesn't actually hurt. Stand up, but it's like just play the part and be like, yeah, I'm hurt. Like go up, watch the second half from the press box. Just get off the field. Go in the locker um, room. Get it. You know, get the start working on that knee with that vibrating roller thing you got. Like, do something. Yeah, man. Standing there, just he's one of those guys, kind of like Derek Carr. Like, he just knows where the camera is. Just make sure that he's always got a clear, unabated view at the camera. It's like, dude, that you and I have complained about this on this podcast in person. That's the worst contracted football. Robbie Gould. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the worst contract in football just because who's who's the worst? Uh Ezekiel Elliott, maybe? Maybe. Ezekiel Elliott played. Yeah, but Ezekiel Elliott is basically this... an RB two who's making ninety million dollars. And he's okay. not bad, but No, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that's not good. That's not good. Uh basically just look at anyone on the Dallas Cowboys. But this right. is something I was talking it's about. It's not a good the... Robbie Gold's not a good contract. The Robbie Gold one is so interesting too because Kyle 
And this is, I think, very insightful into Kyle. Um, you know, Robbie held the Niners hostage. He was like, I want to go back to Chicago after the double doink. And um, <laughs> he was going to hold out his way to a trade to the Bears. And Kyle basically put his foot in the ground and said, nah, we're not going to do that. And right. they had Chase McLaughlin, who's a good kicker, in camp. They had Vizcaino, who's a really good kicker, in camp. Like, they found alternatives. And they weren't as good then as they are now. Uh, and I believe McLaughlin had the worst field goal attempt I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. later on that season. But, <laughs> like, Kyle was ready to stand up for himself and not pay Robbie Gold $5 million a year to only make chip shots. And he gave in. He gave in. And I think that part of it had to do with Kyle is so focused on the offense that he doesn't really take the time to factor in any of the other sides of the ball. And so he outsources special teams to Richard Hightower, and then he outsources defense to Robert Sala and and, uh, D'Amico Ryans. And he outsources them in their entirety. Like there's not much oversight at all. And so he gives these responsibilities to other people, but then he doesn't really trust the other people to make the decisions so that when it's like, well, we can go with these guys. We can go with this guy, you know, we can go with, you know, McLaughlin. He's like, no, no, no. Okay. I'll just give Robbie gold, whatever he wants. I just want this off my, off my plate. It's like, you can't, you cannot delegate and then not trust the people you delegate to. That's That's just bad management. Right. And there's been a couple of situations that I think kind of have that tone over the last couple of years, and it leads the 49ers to problems. Right. It's like, you know, talk about, like, Ambry Thomas and, uh, yeah. you know, Aaron Banks not playing at all. And it's like Aaron Banks might actually be end up being very good and just, you know, is in a different hope. offense and needs to adjust. But it's also like he'll never play center. So, like, even if he is, like, very good, I still feel like, hey, draft Creed. Yes, I'm trying to – I'm talking about Creed Humphrey. Yes. We love Creed Humphrey. It's our um, favorite player. Here's what it comes down to. Lance is great. Nothing matters. It's all moot. But it's up to Kyle to yeah. make to put him in a position where he's comfortable. And it's like I I also see the other side of like you know you look at Lamar. I forget who who it was. It was ten um, weeks for Lamar. Uh, well, I'm he talking about like Harbaugh his style hasn't play. Well, yeah. Well, Harbaugh hasn't like pushed Lamar to develop properly as a passer. Right. Um. Eh. Yes. No. They have not. They have right. not. They have not pressured him in that regard. But they can also get away with it. Right. What I'm. What I'm saying is, Lamar is so talented that I think they can push him a little more without sacrificing a ton of that. Uh, and I think they've wasted some opportunities to do that. And I also think it's something that you should start in the off season. It's much harder once the season's underway uh, to try and fix that stuff. And so I get like the concern of like making Lance just be like lean heavily on a running, being a running QB, but it's also Kyle and Kyle's not like, well, you know, he's too stubborn to, to ever let that happen. Right. Right. But I, th- I think there's like a real, a real medium of using Lance as a runner, using his abilities to get out of the pocket and just make things happen uh, without sacrificing his development as a pocket passer. And I also think Lance is, really smart and there were a couple of times where he just threw the ball away to avoid you know getting Devo clobbered whereas I've seen Jimmy throw some hospital passes 
Um, that's one thing I will give Lance credit for is he threw a couple balls away where he's like, I'm not making that throw. I'm going to make sure he doesn't die. Uh, yeah. So that's positive. Point is, if Lance ends up being very good, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's fine. But, yeah, it, it really doesn't. I mean, that that has always been the end result of this, right? We find out if Trey Lance is up to it or not. And he gets he gets some cushion, right? He's not going right. to get as much as Jimmy Garoppolo got, though. And Kyle Shanahan lives or dies based on how well this goes. It, 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 Trey Lance will be lucky to get to this time next year without folks feeling like they've gotten a definitive stance on him. Right. I, and I think that's being generous. I mean, really end of this season. But my, my stance is clear. I never want to see Jimmy Garoppolo start another game for the 49ers. If he does, I don't want to see Kyle Shanahan as the head coach anymore. I mean, it would have to be an injury. But if Kyle Shanahan willingly takes a healthy Jimmy or whatever, whatever level of health, but takes Jimmy Garoppolo and puts him in over a healthy Trey Lance, get him the fuck out of here. Yep. Full stop. So should be a fun game with Arizona. It should be. Hey, man, I'm just I'm ready to see it all. Whatever happens, happens. You know, it's interesting. I'll never I'll never complain about interesting. And I appreciate them not prolonging, you know, the universe not prolonging the inevitable. Thank God it happened early, man, because my prediction was like Jacksonville, like week 10. And the further you got in, like, I don't feel like the data, the data would have somehow gotten cloudier, you know? Right, right. And I I think the the clearest choke point was this bye week going into the Colts. Uh, So this is perfect. Let's see it. One game ahead. Big one after. Who cares? If, one. Who cares if he suck? You got to find out if he can play. He shouldn't suck. Let me put it to you this way: I don't want to. I, I mean, he might suck. That's a legitimate possibility. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if Kyle Shanahan is doing his job, he shouldn't look like he overtly sucks. He should look right. flawed, but not sucky. Right. Kind of looks. He kind of looks sucky on Sunday. Right. Right. It's uh It's also. It's like he was. Uh, it's kind of like if you asked Mitch Wisniewski to kick field goals for you. You know. Well, He's at least a they've never, they've never had punk. to do that, you know. Great holds by Juice Check, though. Yeah, I, I, that's I meant to ask about that. Didn't get the chance, but that was exciting. Yeah. Anyway, that's I think that's it. Good stuff. Play, play Trey Lance. Don't let's buy Jimmy forever. Bye, Jimmy. Yep. Been a pleasure. You're very handsome. Enjoy Indianapolis and the Levi's ads, but you know, <laughs> he's fine. He'll make it. Um, yeah. Um, he has plenty more times to say hello to all the moms of Santa Clara and. Los Gatos.